is dramatic already. Um, happy Thursday. Thank you all so much for tuning in to the PHNX Coyotes podcast. Don't forget to hit that like button. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Leave us a five-star review. I'm Leah here with Katie, Craig, and Jacob, and I'm sorry for the late start. You can blame whoever you want to blame, but I blame Jacob. I don't. You know what it is? <laughs> if, if we were at 11 o'clock, the show would be over and I'd be napping. I do know that. Ooh, be, and, and I would not be late to a show. Well, you know, I got here at two o'clock, <laughs> even though, you know, I, I, you, I had, you were, yeah, we, had we, a family we, engagement. Yeah. Got here at two o'clock and I walked in and Petey and Leah were just eating lunch casually. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, okay, I, I, I didn't have okay that. we'll start at 2.15. I you didn't know, have Leah, that. Leah me for 2.15 and then at, then at 2.21, Petey was telling stories. So true. You, you know, were on the here phone. Here we are. I was on the phone. <laughs> With more very important people. Nah, not for that. Don't, don't, even, don't even name it. I'm not. I'm just saying you have more important people here. calling you. <laughs> oh my god we right. these started? 2 o'clock shows are unreal okay i'm not drunk today i will say no, that so that's a different yeah. so we, we did Speak have a very yourself. we had a great morning went to practice um it was the first time the three of us All were at practice this season which was great um accomplished a lot there you'll see the the fruits of that labor mm. a little bit later today and in the week um so we'll get to some stuff from practice look ahead at tomorrow um we had the chance to speak with travis dermott today so you'll hear from him um and talk about tomorrow's pride night um but before we get into all of that yes we're gonna talk about the playoffs because playoffs? it's october 26th and this team has been a lottery team the last two seasons so why wouldn't we talk about as we say here at phnx the yoffs um when the d-backs are in the world series and had a horrible horrible season two seasons ago and are now in the world series who says it can't be done why not us why I mean, not the, us? the Suns turned around quickly too, didn't they? They came back from the dead, and suddenly they were in the NBA finals. And the Cardinals so. have <laughs> oh wait played games. Oh yeah, that is true. Um, but yeah, and as Owen reminded us, Rising is in the playoffs yes. too. So that is true. Um, but why not? As Bear said before the LA game, when asked about the D-backs because they were playing the same night, he said, "You know, it's been great to see." And he said, "We're we're next. We're on deck. We're on deck." So. Mm-hmm. I don't know. So we're going to have a very early discussion about if there's a legitimate chance this Coyotes team can make the playoffs this season. So here's how this went down. Petey came up with a, an idea, a good idea for the show for this first segment. And then I did the research for it. <laughs> and and a then fair Petey statement. messed up Craig's table on the rundown. <laughs> that I literally did nothing in preparation of the show. That is a fair statement. <laughs> I did, it was my idea, though. It was your idea. You're the idea guy. So in, in, in the world of business, I'd be the guy that got paid. And you'd be the guy doing the work. That's the way things go. All right. Yeah. So chaos. You know who else thinks that this team is a playoff team? Who that? This team. Yeah. You talk to the players. You talk the to the players and the, they, they and the coaching staff. They're, they're, where's the bar set? The bar set the playoffs. That's great. Yeah. That's great, though. That's great. I agree. Um, well, the research that Craig did is, you know, we wanted to look at the record, the Coyotes record of playoff teams of the past since 2000. Yeah, we um, skipped the early years because I don't know why, but I was though, I was given my marching orders. Yeah, I, I just did my years. job, you know, okay? I'm, I'm just the guy that does the <laughs> research. Somebody the else has the idea, so I just, yeah. you know, I execute on it. So that's what I did. Well, you know, I know it's a very early discussion, but we can look at early indications of those playoff teams um, and see where they were after 10 and 20 games. And obviously we're not quite at 10 and 20 games here in this current Coyote season, but you can kind of get a sense of that. So, Craig, since you did the work, I'll let you walk us through 
the records of the Coyotes playoff teams of the 2000s. Yeah, I don't know if I want to, I want to rattle off every record because people won't remember them anyway. Um, but the, the the thing that came through here is you probably got to have a winning record after the first 10, after the first 20, if you're going to make the playoffs. At least if you're the Coyotes. So that's that's the way it's been for yeah, them. You're right. In, in that time, only one time in the first 10 where they, they they're actually the points were above the 50%. Yeah. They had they had more losses than wins because of overtimes. But you're right. I think it's important. The, the 500 mark right now for this team through six games is outstanding. We've talked when you look that. at the road games they played. Correct. Yes. Who they yes. played and when they played and how they played them. But it's imperative to be included in this group. In the next four games that they need to win some hockey games. And you know what's good about this stretch? They finally play some home games. They play five of the next six at the moment. The one road game is at Anaheim. Uh, you know, it's a winnable a, game. A team that I think none of us think highly of. So yeah. It's a winnable game. And it's a <laughs> yeah. team that uh, that still, even though they're not, a, a, the Anaheim Ducks are not a team that's going to compete for a playoff spot. And so it's hard to get up for that team. Anaheim's going to sneak in some wins because teams sure. are going to take them for granted. I don't think the Coyotes will because there's... I, I, I'm some animosity brewing between those two teams. So I think that the, the Coyotes plan on competing in that one. So I like the way this sets up for them over the next six games. I think it does set up well. So in the year that they went to the Western Conference Final, they only started 5-3-2 and two and 11-6-3 and three is a pretty good record. We remember what they did in February. They went unbeaten in February that year, and that's when they went from, are we going to get in the playoffs to, oh, we won the Pacific the Division. division. Yeah. And it yeah. really was. And that's one of the things, too. You can you can improve dramatically from the first of the year. St. Louis Blues were in last place and win the Stanley Cup. They were last in January. The, the Pittsburgh Penguins fired their coach mid-year. Two different times they won the Cup. And Jan- New Jersey fired their coach, wins the Cup. So it, it, it is possible. But I'm telling you, you need these kind of starts. You need to have a successful first half of the season. And Craig says the benchmark. It's American Thanksgiving. Yeah, I mean, not me, to be fair. Elliot Friedman. I know, but I'm throwing it to it's you. Coming. It's coming. It's yeah, coming. It we're is, not that far away. We're thinking. a month away. Yeah, we're a month yeah. away from that. And this are next you, six days... Are you really angry, goes. by the way, that it's not Canadian Thanksgiving that Elliot chose as the benchmark? No, because Canadian Thanksgiving is happened. before the NHL season, Craig. Oh, well, then I didn't know that, so... <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Who knew? The more you know. Um, more, you know. Well, we talked about oh, the Canada Day. Is Canada Day a big deal? Yes, you, Canada act, Day? you asked me about that. Well, Very I, I, out I of a, the blue. I get a big week? answer on that. I feel like I need I more information on okay. Canada Day. Last week, Craig, like out of the blue, asked me, like, how big of a deal is Canada Day? Like, what are its traditions? I was like, like I, what? The way I text people is like, I, you know how people are like, Hey, Leah, hope all is well. Like, I don't do any of that. No. I just cut to the chase. I'm like, hey, how big a deal is Canada Day? I thought Day? I gave like, you a great what? answer. <laughs> rude is it is it basically the same as the fourth of july same okay so really stupid that they have free agency then anyway back on track here back on track um we talked about the record and that after 10 and 20 games for the most part those teams had winning records right now the coyotes are three and three after six games so obviously still have a a lot of potential to um, be above 500 after the first 10 here but let's talk about some of the strengths right that this team has right now and some of the weaknesses that needed to be addressed in order to be a successful team. Because right now you look at the starts of Vegas, Colorado, Boston, Boston Detroit. like Detroit, Detroit even. But, Jeez. you know, the, the, the three we, I just yeah, listed, those are like right now you can say those are Stanley Cup contenders. No question. There's, you know, there's different tiers of teams. You have the Stanley Cup uh-huh. contenders, you have the playoff contenders, and then you have like the bubble and then, every, you know, bubble teams and everybody else. 
kind of what sets them all apart. Um, and you see, you know, a team like Edmonton who has the offensive skill, but maybe they don't have the goaltending. So what do you guys think in terms of what a, a solid playoff team, and maybe you can just even make some comparisons to the cup winning teams of the past few years, the strengths the Coyotes have that would lend them to being a playoff team and then what they would need to improve upon. For me, I like their depth. I think they have better depth than they've had in years past, especially up front. Um, so that that's a plus. I, I like I like their top line. Nick Schmaltz and Clayton Keller are guys who are producing at a very high clip now. I would like it if they had a, a true number one center. This is no offense to Barrett Hayton, and I, I think he's built in nicely there and helped them succeed by creating space for them, making those quick plays. We see how they play in the offensive zone. It's constant motion. But... I, I still think they lack that guy, that elite number one guy at the center position. If they get goaltending like they have been, other than the last game, when, of course, you know, when I wanted to write a story, that's when the goaltending went away. Uh, if they get that kind of goaltending that they got through the first five games, that's a great sign. Still wonder about their blue line. I know you wonder about their blue line. Yeah, and I think, you know, we talked about their goaltending last time going into the LA King game. They were third in the National Hockey League as a team goals against average. They were third. And the elite company we talked about with Boston, Vegas, Dallas, and Colorado are the teams that surrounded them. And in that one game, six goals, now they drop from third to seventh. That has to continue to be elite. This team is not good enough if they want to be close to the playoff line, even remotely close, the goaltending doesn't need to be good. It needs to be great. Have we been saying this for the entire history of the Arizona yes. slash Phoenix Coyotes? Yep. It's true. Yeah. The, the one time that the, 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 the goaltending led them there, you looked at Sean Burke was an MVP candidate, not not just Vesna candidate, MVP of the league candidate. Yep. Yep. Mike Smith, without, without Mike Smith, the 2012 team, I, I question if they make the playoffs at all, but they clearly don't beat Chicago. Yeah. So goaltending has to be strong. I mean, you can say that about most teams, unless you're, we talked about with Rudo yesterday, unless you're elite. Yeah. Like the Colorado Avalanche had average goaltending and won the cup. Chicago Blackhawks, I'll tell you, I thought had average goaltending. Especially when Auntie Niemi wins their first cup. Yes. Like, yeah, there's no way. Yeah. I mean, that, that team was just But most teams need deep, good yeah. goaltending to win. This team needs great goaltending to get in the playoffs. The yeah. concern I have, and I thought it was laid bare on the LA King game, was there ability to defend and I, i've talked about the, the the group of six defensemen right now i don't know how it matches up in the western conference right now as a, as a group of six but beyond that their ability to defend as a team not just the defensemen and i think their defensemen are not in the top tier of groups of six right now but their ability to defend as a team right now if that doesn't improve from what we saw in la Man, there is no chance. Yeah. There is no chance. The, the opportunities they gave up and put their goalies in a position to have to deal with on that game against LA was almost unfair. Now, having said that, they defended as a team much better than that earlier in the season. So yeah. you know they have it in them, but they can't take this team can't take nights off. They can't. And you, t we've talked about teams like Colorado and Boston. There are aspects of their game that they can take take off. Colorado's defense could be average one night or their goaltender could be average and McKinnon can get seven points. Right. Uh, I, the Coyotes don't have that. Yep. They need everybody to be clicking for this to go well. But not saying it can't, but the, the biggest fear I have is their ability to keep the puck out of their net. Yeah. Um, the thing that I think about is, do I think that this team could make the play? Like, we, the West, it's so funny because yeah. previewing the West, we were like, oh, the West is... Like really competitive. We've talked about the Pacific Division and the Central. 
the West is extremely top heavy, but after that, like there's so much room. Whereas I feel like the East, there's a lot more, not necessarily like elite cup contending teams, but there's a lot more good teams. It's going to be a lot harder to make the playoffs in the East. Mm -hmm. The West, like you have Vegas, you have Colorado, you have Dallas. That's it. And then everybody else is kind of almost on a level with like, I'll put LA. Minnesota in that next year. What They're not with LA? the top top tier. I would say Minnesota and LA for me are in that next year down. And the one team we haven't mentioned at all yet is the Edmonton Oilers. Yeah. And that's a team right now, unless they figure it out soon, and that's without Connor McDavid for at least a few weeks. Uh, they could be out of it before this thing, like by American Thanksgiving, they could be in big trouble, which which yeah. leaves. So you always say, can a new team make the playoffs? Well, somebody's got to fall out. Somebody that was their last year's fall out. Is Edmonton that team? Oh, can you imagine they missed? Oh boy, after howdy. last season. That would be crazy. But if, you know, if the NHL did one through eight seeded playoffs, like we, I think we all wish they did. Right now, the Coyotes are in eighth in the Western Conference as a whole. Like, I'm not looking at divisions, I'm looking at the sure, conference. Sure. Um, and I feel like they have the chance to contend well, that's in that top eight. Because you mentioned the teams. You Absolutely. It's those three teams. Maybe Minnesota and LA. You guys know that I'm I'm not as high on LA yeah. as, as other either. people are. Well, look at the goals they're giving up. Yeah, yeah, crazy. They're they're but they're probably in that middle group. But then when you start naming these other teams, okay, three spots still. Even if if we put those two teams in, if we put LA and Minnesota in, and we're not sure what the hell's happening with Edmonton right now. It's a train wreck right now, especially if they get the kind of goaltending they're getting from their Calder Trophy finalist. Um, <laughs> I'll name these teams, and you tell me if there's a team on this list where you're like, oh, there's no way the Coyotes can jump out of them. Winnipeg Jets. I think the Coyotes can. Mm -hmm. Nashville Predators. I think they yes. can. St. Louis Blues. Yes. Yeah. Chicago Blackhawks. Yes. yes. Mm -hmm. Calgary well, Flames. Yes. Yeah. Vancouver? Yeah. Vancouver's, well, Vancouver Vancouver's right, got it right now. is in that top start. eight. Yeah. They had a hot start. Can they sustain that? Yeah. Anaheim? Oh my goodness, yeah. San Jose, <laughs> buddy. San Jose doesn't have a win yet. When you start thinking three about like that, yeah. it may not be. I don't know what the point total is going to be. It's been pretty consistent where the mid -90s. last team's mid nineties. Yep. Could it be even lower this year in the West? The, the West is not very good. The one of the things that you, you brought up a good teams. point because those top teams in each mm -hmm. of those divisions, you've got Vegas in the Pacific, you got Colorado in the Central. Those two teams are going to beat up on everybody below them. I believe that. So I think those two records and Dallas and Dallas, yeah, you're going to have those three teams beating up on those lesser teams: San Jose, Anaheim, Chicago. So their records are going to get elevated. I think those three teams. When we're talking one ten. 112. Yeah, and they're going to clinch early. <laughs> yeah, and they're going to clinch early. They're going to have a ton of points. But you're right. I think 90, the benchmark we, we always thought of in the coaches' room was, was 93 was the absolute bottom. You had to get to 93, and you might need more, but you always said we got to get at least there. How many wins? And we, we started looking at the calendar, and it gets, yeah, people get very concerned. I think I think this year, I think it's going to dip. And I think for that reason, because it is so top heavy, teams are going to lose. And you just said it. We pick five teams. Yeah, and even Three if Edmonton, have to make it. even if Edmonton figures it out, which That's we still think they will, there's two slots open, and any of those teams, any of those teams could be. Could Winnipeg go on a run? Clearly, yes. going to get in instead. Uh, Hellebuck uh, and Shifley, could they take that team on a run? Seattle, the Absolutely. one team that I forgot. Oh to, yeah, Seattle. I think they overachieved last year. I and do too. They We've might be coming well, back and down they there. lost some of their most impactful yeah. players yeah. too. So and they're struggling right now out of the gate as well. So can you see that they're an absolute shoe into the playoffs? They were all in our preseason predictions as getting in, but. But again, that's before a team played a game. We're almost, teams are almost to the 10-point, 10-game 10 10 mark. And again, 
there's nobody inside these coaches' rooms and management rooms that is worried about the first 10. They want to win every game, but they're not panicking yet. There's no panic yet. By 20 games, you better be there. You yep. better be in it and competing within points of it, or you won't be there. So I have to admit, because we know I'm a pretty optimistic guy, <laughs> six games in, I am saying there is a chance. And after game one or prior to game one, I was saying no chance. I'm saying there's a chance. Just because of these teams, I, I think there's a legitimate chance that we could be seeing this team competing, competing for a playoff spot. Mm. Wow. I just put a poll in the chat. Can the Coyotes make the playoffs this season? So go ahead and vote, and I will get to the results of that a little later after more people have voted. But I'm really curious to hear what people think. Because, PD, I'm in the same boat as you, where I've been saying, oh, like this isn't a playoff team at all. But after everything we just talked about, specifically looking at the other teams in the conference, it's like... Never say never. This team, I feel like, surprises at every turn. Um, obviously, there's some things that need to improve, but we'll talk about that as the year goes on. Um, One last thing, and I want to make sure that people get this, too, before we leave this the topic about playoffs. The biggest indicator of playoffs and the playoff demarcation line is your goal differential. Mm -hmm. And you go through the last decade and longer, and teams that are a positive goal differential are in your Negative goal differential, you're out. You can almost do it. Uh, I guess it's amazing how fine that line is. And when you look at the Arizona Coyotes right now, today, they're a plus one. But it's still a green number on NHL.com. And there are two teams above, uh, above them. The Winnipeg Jets are a minus three. And the Minnesota Wild are an even zero. Again, that bodes well for this team. If, if they can continue to have solid goaltending, there is a chance. So if when you pull up the standings in the morning, look at the goal differential number, and that's going to tell you the chances of this team getting and they play it again, five games on the road. So, yeah. And they're better at home. Yeah. We've heard this mullet magic thing. Mullet magic. It's real. About to find out. I feel like what Nicholas says kind of summarizes it. Can they? Yes. There's a path to get there. Just not sure it'll work out like that, but they can play meaningful games late this year. And the last thing we didn't mention that I think gives them the edge is their coaching. Hmm. Playing for Andre Turinier just brings out the best in the players underneath him. And if you believe in what he's he's saying and selling, you have a chance. And we've seen this team rally around their coach. I don't want to bet against him yet. Yeah, great point. Um, well, again, we uh, we started the show a little late. The truth is we were coming from the ice down, which is kind of the opposite end of where we are right now. I knew the truth would come out. You know, maybe someone had to stop at Circle K to get some gas. Who knows? Um, Circle K's are all over the valley. And if you haven't stopped inside one and tried any Circle K branded snacks, I recommend that you do because they're fantastic. Um, and if you haven't joined the Inner Circle, you should do that too because it's absolutely free to join. All you have to do is download the Circle K app um, and you can save 25 cents per gallon on your first five Phillips, which is great as well so terms and conditions apply at participating locations visit circlek.com for details pd it's been a while since we've talked about wink but you're still on the wink I'm still train. A wink train and it's funny because my anxiety has changed over time i'm feeling much more relaxed and i know it might not seem it today but i am <laughs> and, and I, I give some of the credit to wink it's it, it, it again it's just a wink of thc and cbd I can enjoy it socially because it's in a seltzer drink and no calories, no carbohydrates, which we've talked about is very important to me in my 50s and my high cholesterol. So it solves that problem too. And it's just a wink and that just takes the little bit of edge off, not intoxicated, not impaired. 
just a wink of THC and CBD gets me through the day. So thanks to Wink for helping me with my anxiety. Absolutely. And you can get Wink. It's available in either 2.5 milligram or 5 milligram cans. And you can find it right here in Arizona. Look for Wink at all Sunday Goods dispensaries in the Valley, which PD has gone yes. to and had a phenomenal experience. Um, and Botanica Dispensary in Tucson. You can also save money online by going to Drink Wink. And Wink is W-Y-N-K.com. And use promo code PHNX for 10 per- Sorry, 20% off. I was what? underselling 20. it. And you know what? Go on Friday because Friday is BOGO. Yeah, Buy one, get one. At Sunday Goods. At Sunday yeah. Goods. Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, we spent a lot of time yesterday talking about Travis Dermott and Pride Tape and the reversal of the ban on Pride Tape. Um, but we finally, well, Craig obviously talked to Travis Dermott earlier this week for a written story, but for the first time he met with the media as a whole um, and spoke on camera about it. Um, and it was really, really great to hear from Travis. Of course, this is especially relevant, not just because of the Pride tape ban lift but the coyotes have their pride night tomorrow they're the first nhl team to have pride night um, on the calendar this season so um it it was unbelievable to hear from travis you really got the sense of how articulate and thoughtful he is reading your story craig but to you know hear from him in person i'd actually never had the chance to talk to him before today um just an unbelievable guy and we have some video which we'll get to in a second um but what really came through to me talking to everybody today was how much support the organization had for him, his own teammates, his coaches, um, the management, as you mentioned, and he mentioned today, like he's been having a lot of conversations with, you know, upper management, with Bill Armstrong, with others about how to move forward and how to, you know, better support um, the LGBTQ plus community going forward besides just, you know, small gestures even though they're impactful gestures which we'll hear in a second but i just thought it was great to hear especially after javier gutierrez sitting here last week and kind of saying what his plan was but to actually you know see their support behind Mm -hmm. him was extremely extremely encouraging sure um so before we get to travis they actually um bear was asked about um kind of what he learned about travis through this or what he And he didn't speak specifically about Travis because I think he kind of knew the kind of guy he was. But what Bear said that it taught him something about the team as a whole. Um, So this is what Andre Tierney had to say um, on Travis Dermott. I think uh, if there's something, I think he showed courage uh, to... uh to uh, to do what he did, uh, knowing it was not in the rules at the time, I think showed courage. And the other thing I learned is how much our player and our leader uh, supported him, and they were adamant about the fact that they didn't want to support him in his choice. So that's great. You know, that's a kind of safe environment you want to be in. That's the kind of environment we want to create for our team, and showing uh, the action uh, Travis took, plus the support of his teammate. That's a, that's a big win for for us as an organization. Yeah, I think when he talks about the environment they're creating for their team, when you talked about coaching just before in a completely different topic, like it's more than just the X's and O's. It's the environment that you're creating, and to have such a you know accepting environment to have the leadership core of the the team, you know, supporting Travis directly for Bear to see that. I don't know. That just speaks volumes to me about the type of people who are in this locker room. No question. And, and I, I know we talked about the, the league side of this already, but I don't, I don't want to say that Travis Dermott made the league change its mind. But from what I've heard, he might have pushed it over the finish line. Like they were considering it already. They were having discussions and this might have happened anyway, but he might have sped up the process here by just 
coming out and doing what he did right away. It, it's a it's a nice precedent to set for yeah, for the rest of the league. I think what he did, brave, courageous, and all of the things, and we're going to talk more about him, but Leah brought up a good point that I hadn't thought of is what it did to this team. It's a team that's already close, and you could see it when you go to the practice how this team interacts with each other, and I really do think this is something that can help solidify that even more, Mm -hmm. and it it becomes a a, a rallying cry almost, and I I think that, watch out. Like things like this make a difference inside the room. And if you have a strong group that believes and fights for each other from the room out to the ice, special things happen on those teams. And we've seen it with the Diamondbacks and how the, how that connected team, team is a dangerous yeah, team. Connected teams. And, and that, that rallying cry could be the same. You could be said about this. So uh, I think this is an important turning point, potentially, not just in the way the league approaches this, but also in how the team approaches the rest of the year. Yeah. And Travis was asked a lot about... Um, next steps for himself and for the team and ask directly like what is your teammates plans like are they going to use pride tape and what travis said was i don't know and it's up to them and that's what's so great about this like you have the individual right to use it or not and he said you know like what had with the ban that was silenced and now they have the opportunity and whether they do or not is an individual choice and i think you know that was kind of the issue but um we'll let travis speak on it he he kind of gave a a statement on his decision, his decision, the aftermath, and all of that. So, for the first time on video, um, well, let's hear from Travis Servant um, in, in general. Kind of shows how how meaningful this was. Um, just a couple strips of ta- on a, a table, on my stick. Um, you know, had thousands of DMs pouring into my into my uh, inbox. You know, telling me how much it meant to them um, from all sorts of different people. Um, you know, gay, straight, uh, whatever. Um, you know, I was getting messages from every every different type of person, and um, that really beats home as well. You know, it's it's parents that are reaching out to me saying that they're they're more comfortable taking their child to the hockey rink now. Um, so it's not just the people who are part of this community. You know, it's their close friends, their close family um, that it's also impacting. So that uh, kind of come back to your question. That's how it uh, you know really shows me how important something like this was. So that was Travis speaking on the impact of um, what he did. And he spoke about all the DMs he's been receiving from everybody. And, you know, I think he made a point about parents reaching out and saying, I feel more comfortable taking my kid to the rink now. Like just the just the butterfly effect of a tiny gesture of just a piece of tape on his stick had a complete complete butterfly effect. Like he said, whether that was, you know, the thing that changed the league's mind or not. Every single thing has has led to huge changes and and people and we saw it in our within our own community as well. You know that getting that conversation started. Thank so you. That, and that's it right there. Yeah. Right. Got people talking. Yeah. Got, got people talking and thinking about this. And as he said, just trying to spread a little love. Yeah. I mean, how can you how can you oppose that message? And the other how thing can you oppose it because I I got an opportunity after the interview to talk to one on one and one of the things that. Of course, he's aware of how big a deal this is. Of course, he is. Like he, he's self-aware of the situation. But what we got a chance to talk about is how many people are really affected by this. Yeah. And and if not personally, someone you're related to, someone you know, someone's your neighbor. Some, like this affects so many people. Like I, you go through the studios of PHNX and it affects a lot of us here. So I, I think that that was important to convey that message to him that, hey, this isn't about hockey fans. It's not. 
It's about people. And I, that, uh, I can't believe a young man like that was that aware of, of what he was doing and made a movement that changed people's lives. And unless you have someone that is dealing with issues like this, maybe it's not important to you, but that's okay. Don't Just don't complain about it. Be happy that... That helped somebody else. Yeah. And it did help people yesterday. I did. did. I'm yeah. telling you, it had an impact on people's lives when he did that. Yeah. It's such a small gesture and it impacted lives. Wow. Like take, take example and leadership from that and go, gosh, what can I do to impact someone's life? So. Yeah. Um, and we talked already about the support of his teammates, the support of the organization. Um, but Travis spoke about that directly as well. So here's his thoughts. Nothing but support. Um, you know, I had guys coming up to me uh, just telling, telling me how much it meant to them and if that sometimes uh, some guys had some close family, kind of like I do, that uh, was impacted by this and they were getting messages from them, so they were kind of passing along, passing along that love. Um, but yeah, all support, you know, it's a lot of guys kind of coming up, giving me a tap on the shoulder um, and stuff like that that just makes you feel better about uh, kind of putting yourself on the line. Um, you know, it's definitely anxiety provoking, kind of putting your career um, in the forefront here. Um, but yeah, I had nothing but comfort coming from my teammates, which was so important to me. Yeah, he definitely did put a lot on the line because as you mentioned in your story and as we talked about yesterday, you know, he's on a two-way contract. He's had a lot of adversity in his career over the last few seasons. You know, this isn't Sidney Crosby or Connor McDavid right. putting themselves at risk. This is Travis Dermott and he was willing to do that and it, you know as it was anxiety provoking as he said to you Craig earlier this week but he did it anyway and that's what bravery is to me so six days in we're still talking about this story it's amazing isn't it yeah I mean it happened Saturday yeah well that that's impact yeah that's impact it is I know, yeah, and, and it I want to spreading I also want to mention this too because I mentioned it to him when I talked to him is by the way, you're playing really good hockey. Yeah. Like, and on, on top of all of these things, and then you have to go out and play a game. He played 11 games last year. He played 17 the year before that. He's played in all six of the Coyotes games right now. A guy that we weren't even sure we were gonna make, yeah. was going to make the team. That mm -hmm. we thought he might be in Tucson. So not only is he is he handling all of these things off the ice, he's playing pretty good hockey too. So so keep an eye on him on the ice as well, and let's hope he can continue to stay healthy. Yep, absolutely. So um, looking forward to Pride Night tomorrow. Um, Craig and I will be there. So yeah, we know a couple things. We know that some of the players are going to be wearing the newest Pride jerseys that the Coyotes are going to be rolling out and auctioning off. Um, when they make the walk from the car to the arena. So there'll be some things. It'll be visible again. Yeah. So it's, as Javier said when he was on our show, yeah. it's not like this. We, we may not do things the same way, but we'll be visible. Yeah. It, it will be clear. Yep, absolutely. So we're really looking forward to that tomorrow. Um, we'll talk about the looking ahead to tomorrow's game in just a second. Um, but I'm really excited about our new partner, Heel River Resorts and Casinos. You could say that I feel good, maybe, about them. <laughs> you know, you know. Um, we're really excited to partner with Healer River Resorts and Casinos, Arizona's biggest and bet resorts and casinos. And you, there's a $1 million big red How showdown. Much? A million dollars. So Craig's salary equivalent. <laughs> yeah, Petey, would that be life-changing for you? No. Wouldn't even notice. <laughs> Buddy, you see what I make here? I mean, I look at that two, but I get 2.5 over 3? No. <laughs> By the way, that was sarcasm. It was Craig's contract. You can sign up for Halo River Resorts and Casinos, a million dollar big red showdown, stay in the game and get rewards. It's that easy. You can play fun, free games online for a chance to win a million dollars cash. 
crazy. Visit GilaMillionDollarShowdown.com to get in on the action. And for more information on Gila River Resorts and Casinos and all they have to offer, head to play at Gila.com. And most important, you do you. You like saying that, don't you? I do. Oh yo yo! Well, sun season is underway, and there's We've a new heard. place to watch the Suns this year for 70 plus games, and it's Arizona's Family Sports, which debuts um, this Saturday for their home opener, 7 p.m. You can watch that on Arizona's Family Sports. See the game on Arizona's Family Three TV and Channel 44. If you have an antenna, if you have cable, um, there's a way to watch it. So really, really exciting to see. I'm really excited to see the broadcast that they put together. Um, so be sure to tune in this Saturday for the home opener um, on Arizona's Family Sports and wherever you live. You can visit azfamily.com and click Suns Games for listing information for your area. It's a great resource to help you find your Phoenix Suns Games on Arizona Family Sports. And say hi to all my friends on Good Morning Arizona. <laughs> they don't know it, but they are. <laughs> Gina Maravilla. Yeah. April Wernicke. You kind of hung up on Scotty this. Scotty Passmore. I am. Say, every single morning I have my coffee with, with the gang. B Good morning, Arizona. B said we, me- we may never see PD if he hits that million dollars. Yeah, buddy, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> he said it's a life-changing. See ya. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Oh, boy. I All might right. call. I might not. Well, we'll um, we do have a game tomorrow, and this has been an interesting week because it's kind of a, a home oh, and home. Gets to play this yep. the, the same team two two times in the week back to back, which I think can have its advantages for sure. Um, we learned today that Lawson Krause is out with an illness um, and will be a game time decision tomorrow. We saw Zach Sanford filling in on Krause's line. And by the way, we didn't mention this yesterday, but Jan Yannick did get reassigned to Tucson yesterday as well. So Zach Sanford is currently the only extra forward. So if Krause is out, we'll um, expect to see him in the lineup um, and as Bear said before, anyone turned on their mics, cameras, or lights, Veggie is starting in net tomorrow, which even though Ingi got pulled and Veggie stepped in, it continues the pattern of alternating starting goalies. Yep. So so Craig didn't get asked? I, I didn't even get to ask it. He just looked he at goes, me and said... He goes, after three years, I, I know the drill. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. good on him, funny. I guess. Pretty mm-hmm. funny. It's good. It's um, good that it, yeah. it's good that I've got him trained. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you got him trained. Yeah. Um, but what do you what do you guys need to see tomorrow in a bounce back for the Coyotes after losing on Tuesday? Clean it up. Just clean it up. I I just saw so many defensive breakdowns, so many mistakes, just mental mistakes with guys being out of position or having sticks out of position. Just clean that up. It was a sloppy game, and you're going to get those once in a while. Yeah, this is LA King team can be a tough team to play, and I know we may not talk about this team as being we're not high on them. I'm not high on them because of their goaltending, but this is a team that's hard to play against. They're a big team. They play fast. They get to the net extremely hard, so that's why it's so important that you defend your house, and I don't think that when we say the house sits the front of the net, I don't think the Coyotes did that yeah. very well. The most important thing and the most important improvement going into tomorrow's game is they need to protect the net front in front of their goaltender, Vamelka. They have to. If they don't do that, they have no chance in this game. Stop allowing those passes across the royal yeah. road i mean you you have to you. defend better. Kill you. and That'll you're, you're better you. off honestly and this is where you, you see teams like the vegas golden knights uh, vegas pack it in they just you guys want to pass around outside and skate them knock stuff out they don't overextend they don't go to the outside of the dots they let people throw it around but you're not getting inside 
you're not getting inside, and that's how they win. I, I think the Coyotes make it much too easy to get pucks and people through the middle of the ice, and I think they'll need to do that better. The other thing I, I hope to see is I want to see a more balanced scoring attack. I think we've, we've looked at the team now, the top line and their power play have been dominating the numbers on the score sheet. They need to have somebody else step forward. Zucker's out of the lineup. Would they, Kraus, if he plays, he's got to get on the board. Bugstead, you got to see Michelli. We got to see Cooley hit the score yes, sheet. Yes. There's yeah. so many guys that he's really assist, need to add. But yeah, I'd like to see him get yeah, his first you gotta goal. Get, they need more balanced scoring, and, and that is something we have yet to see this season. Having said that, this is a team they can beat. Limit your turnovers between the blue lines, get to the net, get pucks to the net, because I don't like their goaltending at all, and defend the front of the house. Anyone want to bet on Lawson Krause being in the lineup tomorrow? He'll play. He'll play. <laughs> he's at home. Yep. Claire's pumping him with fluids. Yep. Butter's giving him some love. He'll <laughs> yep. be good. He'll be good to go. Oh, yep. boy. Um, well, I actually asked Andre Tourney directly, um, you know, what did you see? What do you want to improve upon? And, of course, you know, in positive coach fashion, he talked about the things that they did well. Mm-hmm. But he also talked about. I thought you meant another question. Is it hard to work with Craig? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's still talking about it right now. He's we can all answer answering. that. <laughs> Fair. Um, so Andre Turner spoke about what he liked about Tuesday's game and what he did and what they need to improve upon for tomorrow. So here's what he had to say. There's a lot of things. First, we worked extremely hard. We came back uh, hard in the second period, third period. We, we, we were watching the game live and reviewing it. The, the effort we displayed there was uh, fantastic. So really proud of the guys for that. Uh, we crawled back in that game. We were, uh, we're one, shot, one shot away at some point. Um, that's A. B, our power play uh, did a really good job. I think moved the puck really well. We, get a, we get, had good luck. The other thing is uh, LA is a really good defensive team, top in the league. Uh, we create a share amount of offense. Uh, Good opportunity, great A opportunity. Uh, really proud of the way we played that way. Uh, obviously, uh, defensively, there's a few things we want to clean up. The way they attack us off the rush and in zone, I think uh, we knew it, but I don't think we were uh, expecting them to be as hard and as good as doing it as we were. So I think the boys are uh, more aware and more urgency on that. I know it would be a battle, really good team, and uh, it's back to back. We'll be ready. They will be ready. Top team in the league, but I'm sure we'll have a good game. If you were finding it hard to focus on on Andre Chernyu, that was intentional. <laughs> Craig, if we're getting in the background, so much movement. Yeah, I was. <laughs> I mean, it's like while well, tweeting, buzzing. I, I was. Yeah, he was trying to see if he could go and talk. Jeffrey to Jeffrey Sanders was pulling me away oh, for another. Craig interview. was buzzing at the ice dance today. Is that yeah, right? he was. Yeah, a lot going caffeine, on. A lot of caffeine. Yeah, yeah, caffeine. You had a lot of calls. You were very busy today. Oh, boy. Um, But, you know, Bear, he talked about the power play having success, but talked about the defensive breakdowns, just as we all said. So, you know, hopefully it's something they're aware of. They had a bit of a longer practice today. And they had a day off yesterday. Yeah. Which will help. Which, yeah. And they just haven't had that last week at all, just with the schedule. And they won't next week. So really got to take advantage of this. And, uh, you know, hopefully at home and mullet kind of make some adjustments and... We'll see a better game tomorrow, hopefully. I hope so. A little less. It's it's funny sloppy. too because something we talked about this yesterday. The opponents they have coming in here, not so much Friday against LA, but the opponents they have next week are going to be here for extended stays, and that does a lot of them. That that bodes well for the Coyotes. When teams <laughs> the are Tempe here. flu. The Tempe flu. Yeah, I don't know where the Blackhawks are 
the Blackhawks play in Vegas. Three o'clock. Yeah, an afternoon game on Friday, and then they, they don't play again until Monday. Wheels down. Will by they? About, or are they going to stay in oh, Vegas they're overnight? They're, they're coming, coming, so they're going to hang out here. Yeah, oh. they will be here. Mm. They will be here. Mm. Wheels down Friday night by eight, and rumor has it they might take Saturday off. Yeah, they're t- they are off Saturday. Skating Sunday. Sunday. At we'll see. We'll see, uh, buddy. And then I, we get I, like Bedard if, if you watch NASCAR racing. That light is green, 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 green. That means go. Green means go. Go, go, go. So if you want to see any of the Chicago Blackhawks, head, head out to, to, head Old, to Town. Old Town Scottsdale. <laughs> head to Old Town Scottsdale and Tempe Mill Avenue on Friday and Saturday night. Oh, boy. They don't uh, play it on Monday. That's crazy. Yeah. Connor Bernard won't be there. No, he's 18. Yeah. yeah. But they have plenty of 21-year-olds. Oh, boy. All right. Um, well... Before we wrap up, I did end the poll in the chat. Can the Coyotes make the playoffs this season? And it was an overwhelming yes at 83%. Uh, are we, yeah, a little biased audience. I mean, maybe. yeah. 16% said no. Says you're biased. Yeah, just How do you feel about that? <laughs> well, I voted yes. The, I voted in the a, chat. The PH. You did? I did. You voted yes. I was, ch- I was chatting with bees. So I voted <laughs> yes. I was in there. Allowed? He's biased too. Okay. So. Well, I went in there and was chatting with bees. <laughs> and so I hit yes while I was there. Oh, I didn't hit the goodness. like button, though. Come on, PD. I should have. Hit the like button. There's a... Not trained. There's like a third of likes than as people watching. I don't know math, but there's not as many likes as viewers. So hit the like... You're close. Hit the like button if you're watching this on YouTube. We sincerely appreciate it. Um, And I appreciate Shady Rays for being there for me whenever I need. Um, It's sunny here almost every single day, and I wear my Shady Rays everywhere I go. Um, They're the best. Yesterday... Derek left his Shady Rays at the breakfast restaurant, oh, yes. but but then Totri picked them up. But Derek was so upset that he had to like walk two blocks outside without that them because it's sunny. But and he also drank a bottle of champagne. I mean, that's, that? he was probably still drunk from the night before, so maybe he needed the sunglasses a little bit extra. Um, but we all love our Shady Rays here at PHNX, and you we will do. too if you haven't gotten a pair. I know a lot of you listening have um, because you've used our code, which is amazing because exclusively for our listeners, Shady Rays is giving out their best deal of the season. You can go to ShadyRays.com and use code PHNX for 50% off two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses. Try for yourself the shades rated five stars by over 250000 People. And JD and Jason Demers specifically. Mm. Um, he came around. Yeah, he, did. he yeah he's a spokesperson now. Um, all right, last things last. We got a busy sports time coming up. We got the Suns in action tonight. Coyotes in action. Game one of the World Series tomorrow. We Oof. got rising playoffs this weekend. There's just everything going on. Everything. And the Cardinals play a game. The Cardinals play Sunday. Kyler Murray was not listed with an injury designation today. <laughs> Full full participant yesterday, not even on the injury report today. Well, then you're saying there's a chance. Wow. Um, Well, you can win yourself some money over at DraftKings. And by the way, I meant to mention this yesterday, um, but on the Frozen Frenzy, when all 32 teams played a 16 game, someone did a 16 leg parlay and they did money line picks for every single game. One. They won, they put, they won $13,600 oh. on like a $2 bet or something. Wow. I don't remember what the bet was, but it, it was like insane. So a day of my salary. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Oh boy. Um, so if you want to uh, get in on the action with DraftKings, you can download the app now and use code PHNX and new customers can get 200 bucks instantly in bonus bets for betting just $5 on hockey. That's code PHNX on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. The crown is yours. 
my favorite part. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino Resort, Kansas. Licensee partner Golden Nugget Late Charles, Louisiana. 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus best expire 180. 180- 168 hours after issuance see sportsbook.draftkings.com slash hockey terms for eligibility and deposit restrictions terms and responsible gaming resources nhl and the nhl shield are registered trademarks of the national hockey league copyright in the nhl 2023 all rights reserved wow um where's shane yeah we're shane for that one um there's one more thing that you guys don't even know that i'm going to bring up and i've been meaning to mention it for days is it the debate about whether figs are cookies no it's not that um so it's funny because i hadn't really been around the team since we got back from australia they've been on the road so much so a lot of people were asking me about australia today and how the trip was um and it made me think of this that we met someone named um rainia when when, mm-hmm. when we were in australia and it was really cool talking to the australians and like how did you become a hockey fan how did you become a coyotes fan because we met multiple coyotes fans um and you know everybody had a different story and it was interesting but you know we talked about growing the game internationally and you talked about the global series and the impact that it could potentially have um and rainia actually sent me a follow-up email last week that I want to read because it kind of does show the impact of the NHL playing games in Australia. Um, So she said, we were talking in Australia about how hard it is to watch NHL games because there's no access to NHL TV. Anyway, that's now changed and you can access it in Australia for 108 US dollars a season. I thought you might find it interesting that the global tour has improved accessibility to the game here, not only through having boots or skates on the ground, but longer term too. And there's likely a contingent of Coyotes converts who will now be able to legally access their games, which is a big improvement on the past few years when you'd be lucky to get one game broadcast of the Coyotes in a season on Fox Sports slash ESPN, which was behind a paywall of $20 a month to access anyway. Mm. So really cool to hear. That's really cool. Two takeaways from that. One, the Global Series is doing exactly what it said it to do, and that's spread hockey throughout the world. And two, it's easier to watch Coyote games in Australia than it is here in Arizona. <laughs> God. Oh, boy. Oy, oy, oy. Feeding that narrative. Cheaper to watch it here, though. Yep. No, I'm kidding. It's it free. It's free. It's free. Use an antenna. If you know how to use an antenna. Which we are going to use. We're going to experiment with Oh, yeah. With I meant to bring my antenna. Well. I'll bring it in for tomorrow. Okay. I was yeah. just teasing. I can see every game I with an antenna. Um, all right. Anything else before we head out? You know? No, I I, I want to say this, though. That was about today at the ice den and, and the three of us being there. I, I had a lot of fun. That was a lot of fun. I was really proud of, of PHNX and all the stuff we were able to accomplish there today. So that was fun. Thanks. Lots of, of lots of content coming. We'll have the full Travis Dermott interview up on our YouTube channel after the show. Um, so check that out on PHNX Sports on YouTube. And we have a walk-in and talk-in coming. There is a new walk-in and talk-in. And I tell you what, <laughs> I, 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 I tune in. It, it, it might it was, be with the best one. Th- it's so much fun. The guy, the, the, the periphery of the guys that are not involved. There's are, a lot of cameos. There's a lot of cameos. <laughs> guys are getting really into the the the, the harassment of the, <laughs> the walker walk and talker. I, I do too. too. Yeah, may have even encouraged it. So, so keep your eyes out for that to hit because it's a lot of fun. They had a lot of fun with today's Walker.
It yep. was fun. Yeah, and we'll, we'll maybe we'll give the Discord a hint uh, to who it is. Yeah, and then we'll, we'll, drop we'll in the see Discord. it later. Yeah, yeah, I'll have a piece on Nick Schmaltz tomorrow. I had a yeah. good chat with Nick Schmaltz today about his start and trying to sustain this, as we've talked about so many times. Yeah. I want to I want to say one thing about Nick Schmaltz because when you were talking to him, I thought of this. I was really hard on Nick Schmaltz and his ability to defend the third goal that went in last year because last game because he went out his defenseman and he skated away from him. I saw the goal from a different angle today, and what I'm. He's still wrong, by the way. He still has to pinch his defenseman and close the playoff. But I finally saw what he was trying to do. He's one of the best at pickpocketing and stealing pucks from his opponent. Yes, the opponent is. had the puck along the wall. He tapped at it, and he was trying to break free for an odd man rush going one direction. And unfortunately, right as the puck was getting by this defenseman, it hit the top of his stick, so it came back. Mm. So Smoltz was just... Schmaltz, you pay him to play offensive. Yep. And he was looking for an offensive break that didn't pan out. Yeah, I just... Still wrong. Yeah. Still got to defend. Defend first. You got to take care of that first. But at least I could see what his thought process was. And things happened so quickly. He thought he was gone on an odd man rush. And that's why he missed his defensive assignment. Okay. I wanted to apologize to him. All right. Um, well, you can look for that story tomorrow at gophnx.com. Um, and while you're on the website, become a diehard. Join the family. Get 20% off merchandise, events, and access to our Discord. And you can get a free shirt or hat um, when you sign up as well. So check that out out that's all from us today we'll be live tomorrow for our post game show after the game on the phnx sports youtube channel and i always encourage people to subscribe to the channel if you haven't already because we don't just do live shows like we mentioned we have a lot of supplementary content coming as well the walking and talking the travis Dermott full interview that's all on the youtube channel so you want to subscribe yep. so you don't miss any of that um and you can follow each of us on twitter at s peters hockey at leah merrill at craig s morgan at Jacob underscore Franklin four, and you can follow the show at PHNX underscore Coyotes. We sincerely appreciate you all for watching. Hit the like button on this video. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Leave us a five star review there as well. But everybody, enjoy the rest of your Thursday, and we will see you all tomorrow.